and welcome to the best thing you watched this week. I've got Chris from Movies and Munchies and myself, Zubin, from the Ruby Tuesday. Let's talk about the best thing we watched. We've got an interesting selection. Because it's horror month, it's spooky month, we're going to be talking again this week about a particular film that we've watched and uh, purposely to talk about at the yes. end. I've also got an interesting fact about three seashells that I want to talk about. So, Chris, remind me about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so stay tuned if you want to hear about that. If you are tuning in for the first time, you are very, very welcome. Thank you. Whether you're listening to on the pod- podcast, on the podcast, I don't know what that is. Uh, podcast. On a, pod- on a podcast. I'm really sounding English and I resent that because I'm actually South African by birth, but I've lived in England for so long. I now speak sometimes like I drink tea like this. In it? How? How now, brown cow? Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At the end of the video segment where we continue doing the audio segment, we are talking about entertainment news. And there's quite a bit that has jumped this week. It's been an interesting week of entertainment news and anything else that we kind of want to put in our exclusive podcast content. So do stay tuned. If you want to skip over to the audio bit, you can do that. Or you can just listen to the audio if you don't want to see our faces. But, you know, look at the special effects makeup where we, you know, we put on for you. Why not? Seriously. But as always, whenever we start these week on week, we do two things. In case you didn't know, the format is we do movie questions and Chris asks a wonderful question. But let's talk about who won this week. Uh, you stumped everybody. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, yeah, it was that was good. <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing is I've seen all three of the movies and, um, <laughs> well, one, two of them really should have like triggered in me like I, I, I kind of knew what they were but not totally certain the last mm. one i completely was by and again with everybody else so uh nostromo was the closest with two out of three correct and right. so your answers were ghostbusters beetlejuice and a clockwork orange mm. so there was someone well else done. that i thought that answered before nostromo that had answers did they not there was only yeah there was only they one person got ghostbusters right but didn't get didn't get the other the additional two so okay cool yeah that was uh you did you did really well at stumping us that was a nice well i'm done. excited about this week hopefully i can stump you again yeah <laughs> uh, okay Nostromo, you, you didn't get it sorry dude <laughs> or do that <laughs> i don't like actually it. know i i won't presume um some 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 mornings i identify as chair because that's how I feel, <laughs> stiff and almost broken. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, sweet and sour chicken ass. Sweet and sour chicken ass. Is that what yeah, you said? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read it strangely, so you wouldn't quite get it straight away. But there is a full line, as always. Do you know I, it? Well, I don't know it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been looking for your sweet and sour chicken ass. Nope, that didn't help. Nope. I love cool, it. Cool, cool, I think cool, that's cool. a great... <laughs> All right, number two. Turd burgers. Oh, see, now wait a minute. That one... Shoot. Okay, give me the full quote. What are you turd burgers talking about? What are you turd burgers talking about? Wow. Okay. 
I even want to say that I just recently saw this. <laughs> you might have. Crap. I Maybe. imagine I it might know. be one that you enjoy watching. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Go for it. What's, uh, stomp me <laughs> with the third one. one. Come on. Okay. Fucking Jacobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you stop me whilst I'm walking and I'll cut your fucking Jacobs off. Oh, now see, I'm pretty sure I know that one. Hey, it's an amazing movie. <laughs> it's been if, a while since I've it, seen it. If it's the one I think it is, then <laughs> then yes. So, okay. Well, good. Let us know in the comments. What what are those? That I only feel somewhat confident about one of those. So <laughs> hopefully you're much better at this than I am. But yeah, let us know in the comments. We'll give you a shout out next week. Um, all right. May I ask a question? You may. Okay. So my, my question is rude and it's wrong. And I have to go in acknowledging, first off, that this is one movie. But we're going to say it's not one movie for the purpose of the question. Oh. Which is the best... Of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that, I mean, if you'd asked me what the original, which is the best original Star Wars films, I'd go Empire Strikes Back. Without sure. A doubt. Yeah. It's always, always yeah. the second one. That's an easy one for me. Like, that's the best movie, hands down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, first of all, I should point out, I only watch the extended editions now. I don't like. The original because i've watched the original recently uh and saw how much they left out it just feels wrong it doesn't feel like the right trilogy like it's yeah. not correct so the extended editions really add so i think you've got to come down to what bits that they added in and if you're a geek then you know <laughs> if you're a tolkien geek then you know and i think there's stuff added in with the ends and number two the two towers that i mm. really enjoy there's a whole interaction with saruman uh that i think is excellent and there's a journey with the hobbits with two of the hobbits and the ants but then there's so much stuff in return it's really hard chris <laughs> that's a really I hard know. there's it, so much stuff in return of the king i could say that lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring the first one i that's it's good and it sets everything yes. up but i think i would mm -hmm. have to choose between two towers and return of the king I Agreed. think I'm going to go to Towers because mm. as much as I love Return of the King, I always had issues with how overpowerful the spirits army was at the end. It just kind of rushed in and wiped everybody out. And I was just like, sure. what the hell? Like we yeah. built everything up and, and now it's all done. Like really? They have corporeal form and now they don't have corporeal form and they have corporeal form when it's needed in the story. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, I know there's a whole history, but the books describe that much better than the film did. That's the one that mm. I always go back to the books for. Uh, yeah. Okay. Two towers. <laughs> okay. Two towers. What, what would you decide? Uh, I'm going uh, Return of the King. Yeah. Um, I had an inkling. <laughs> again, though, yeah, you're. Yes, I mean that's that's an unfair question. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> I I think I go I go Return of the King because of uh the times that it makes me cry mm. like there, yeah, does there have are massive two... emotional impact yeah yeah you know and and i know there there are different key points for for everybody like for my son um 
when Sam says, you know, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you. I mean, mm-hmm. that really hits him hard. That one, I, I like that, but that one doesn't hit me emotionally like like it does him. For yeah. me, it's when um, everybody minus um, Sam and Frodo are in front of the Black Gates and Aragorn turns and he goes, for Frodo. And then oh, starts yeah. running. That gives then, me shivers just thinking about it. it yeah. Just yeah, me too. Just now, so good. you know. Yeah. And then the final one, and it was dang it. Somebody posted just that clip on um, on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, um, "Does this make you cry?" And they just show where on the on the castle where the right after the wedding and the cor- or the coronation of Aragorn. I and, know it. You know, I know it. Oh, I just friends, got shivers again. <laughs> you bow to no man and then they bow. And I mean, it doesn't like, matter I was who like, it was. They all bow to the, 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 the hobbits. Yeah. Yes. Oh, just, oh, again, gives me chills. And that's that right there. Those are the, the moments mm. that, um, yeah, the honoring like, moments. Yeah, yeah, everything that leads up to that. You know what I mean? It just shows you the the camaraderie, the friendship, all of that. That oof, and so. Mm. Um, but I agree with you too that uh, the extended edition is the only way to watch. That is the <laughs> only edition now, for as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, nice. Well, let us know in the comments which would you choose. Do you watch the extended editions or the normal? Do you agree with us that it's the best trilogy of all time? Or would you say there's another trilogy? And let us know why you are wrong as well in the comments about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Love it. <laughs> should we get into the best thing we watched? Let's do that. Yes. Uh, you want to go? You want me to go? You can kick us off if you'd like. Okay. Um, so this, uh, <laughs> this is a movie. It's, it's funny that... I started out watching this movie and almost turned it off. Um, I had it as a screener, and um, it's a comedy horror that's that's semi found footage, and it oh, is. Gosh. Are we going straight into it? Okay. <laughs> oh, straight into it because no joke. This is the best thing I watched this week. I yeah, absolutely okay. loved it. It's called Deadstream, mm. and it's on Shutter now. Now here's the thing that I saw. It's um, at least if you use shutter through amazon prime as an amazon prime channel you're not going to find this you have to subscribe to shutter or like through amc plus to get this because they have a i guess a tiered system like they shutter says and even ifc films and even amc plus have said here amazon you can yes use us as your channel as a as a platform there but you don't get all of the content that's ridiculous because you pay the same price but you get less of the content well, and that's why I canceled. I had can we had canceled our AMC Plus through Amazon um, about yeah. a year ago. So I have went, two Shutter subscriptions at the moment because of that. Oh no, <laughs> oh, that that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I have canceled so, one, but yeah, ugh. yeah. It uh, it's, so anyway, the movie. It is this disgraced um, vi- YouTube streamer. Not really. He's not really YouTube, but I mean, it's he's an online streamer. He does crazy crap. He had controversy around him, his comments, his behaviors, everything. Just very culturally insensitive, uh, racist, just a terrible person, or at least terrible decisions. Let's mm. talk about that. I mean, just a terrible decision. Now, that may not be him. I mean, he may oh, have just I done these I love the get- terrible decisions in this. That makes the movie. It's so oh, clever. To- <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and I mean, well, and I'm talking the first one, the first part, though, first. Like, okay, just okay, his, okay. his terrible decisions of... Of like choosing to um, 
be in the trunk uh, of a car and and that right. situation around there. You know, something like that. So anyway, so he's making amends. He lost all his sponsors. So he's now he's coming back. He's made amends. He's done his <laughs> apologies, and so he's trying to get his sponsors back he decides to spend a night in this haunted house and live stream it and if he stays there he gets he gets money or he doesn't it doesn't matter his Sponsor, just he, yeah yeah he yeah, gets he his can't world back yeah thank you yes he can't leave he has to investigate everything but he's he's interacting with uh with his his viewers during the live stream which you normally would so the first 15 minutes or so are absolutely like i was like Oh gosh, I don't know if we can continue this. I am <laughs> that's bad. You know, it's just it's very cheesy, it's very cringy, and it's all on purpose. Then we go into this movie where it is again, it is cringy and it is cheesy and it is also very creepy. So I mm, uh, I'll let you take a drink and then I'll <laughs> tell me because you also got a chance to to see yeah, this. Yes, so I watched this this morning on your recommendation. Because normally when you're so giddy about a film, I'm like, all right, all right, all right, let's see what this <laughs> is about. And so my wife went downstairs to make me coffee because she's amazing like that. And when she came up, the film had already started. So she didn't mm. catch the beginning. So she was sucked in because she thought it was actually a live stream. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is really this is really creepy now. How are they doing that? That's so clever. So as soon as I told her that it was a movie, she's like, oh, I'm not scared anymore. Oh. <laughs> I wish I hadn't told her. But, but I mean, that is props to the film for someone coming in, making it think this is like a really cheesy streamer. One of those ghost hunting people that go into a, you know, a haunted house. The thing that made the movie for me, and maybe because I'm not as jaded with uh, American content as you are, I think you you gear yourself towards more British stuff because you've seen so mm -hmm. much American content, whereas I see sure. myself more watching American content. It, it, I think it plays a little bit something like that. So I heard this guy and I said, oh, yeah, this is ticking all the correct boxes as to how I would expect it to actually go. Like oh. is this 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 American person going into a haunted house, acting screaming with a high pitched voice when they see something in the corner of their eye? But what I loved was this idea of him making, taking away the ability for him to escape the house to force himself to be there. And so what he was saying was basically all these movies and TV series that you always start. I guess you don't, it's not believable because you're saying, why didn't you just get in your car and drive away? Why didn't you just run around there? So he takes all of those, that access away to trap himself in the, in this house. And I thought, okay, this is great because you really are asking for it. I mean, there's a moment, I don't think it's really a spoiler, but he takes a key and he chucks it down the grate so that he can't get out and padlocks it. And I'm just thinking, you know, let's get rid of the spark plugs in the, in the car. And yeah. I'm like, no, what are you doing? And then, you know, later on the film, they just double down, exacerbating Ouija board, you know, seance. They just, are, you just know that actually the poop is going to hit the fan. And when it does, Chris, my word, it does a really good job. It's like comedy evil dead almost. Right. Yeah. It, totally. I mean, it, did it, it like the comedy works because it's so extreme. And I oh, think it's also gosh. a little bit because 
because there's a little bit of a relatability to it. You know what mm. I mean? Like some of it where he just like I I looked forward to his screams where yeah, he would be too. like, ah, ah! <laughs> you know, it just it was so. I wanted to see what was going to happen next to see how he would react. Totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then the like the visuals that they use and the imagery and the the way that they would uh, place the cameras. And I mean, just the whole setup, like even if you knew something was coming, it still freaked me out. And I just got I got that creepy, eerie feeling. There's a mix mash of there's some jump scares. But the mm-hmm. jump scares offset the the moments when it's not jump scare and it's it's so scary. So you've had a jump scare and you're like, ah, damn you for making jump scare. <laughs> and then five minutes later, someone will walk across the the like a tall man will walk across the doorway and you're like, oh no, <laughs> it's suddenly more real and it feels real because you have that stream going as well with all the cameras and people interacting with him. And that's, you know, we all watched live streams and commented on someone's live stream. So there has that authentic, I guess, authenticity in a fake movie, which is mm-hmm. why I can totally see why my wife walked in and went, wow, this is really creepy. I really wish I hadn't said anything because I was like, Dang. Be so- oh, get out of the house, man. <laughs> but the practical <gasps> effects, again, another layer of just spectacular. Very well right. Done. And it. And even when there are a couple of moments where you can tell that it is a practical effect, like it's a mm. latex mask or something yeah. like that, I didn't care. No, like I was so like invested it. in the yeah. movie, right? Mm. The, uh, oh, the the uh, yeah. This is one of those that that like is such a happy surprise that you stumble upon it because yeah, because you were right at the beginning. I was like, this is cheese. Like I was really surprised. I said, like, Chris is <laughs> what. Uh, but then I got it and I was like, oh, this, this is good. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly it. That you, 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 it. It reaches that point. And I think it does it fairly quickly. I mean, it requires a little bit of patience going in. But I think if you understand that we're just going for some kind of uh, cheesy, campy, uh, off kilter humor type of thing, and then we're going to get into it and you're going to yeah. love the character and you're going to actually be concerned for him despite all of the terrible decisions that he makes one after the other, some of them on purpose because he has his wheel of things or whatever that is that he has to spin. <laughs> Just, oh, goodness. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, um, Werewolf by Night is the one I want to talk about next. Dude. Dude. This was so good and so surprised. Directed by Michael Gucciano, who is a composer and... He is a fantastic composer. This is what happens when you allow a composer to take the helm and be creative. Now, I would say that 90% of this film is great because of that. 10%. There's a, there's bits of the score where you can see he's gone, I want to put it all in. <laughs> yeah. And it's loud and over the top and probably not needed. In And it's only short. It's, it's 45 minutes. Yeah. So, but... Everything else I, I love. The, the black and white, the color that we get, the noir feeling that it has, the story that I didn't see coming. It's all about these hunters coming to claim this gem of power. And then you think it's all going to be about them hunting this werewolf. And it's not. And it, it, it's, it's I thought it was, oh, 45 minutes, this is going to be straightforward. But then we get characters like uh, the Jessica Jones actress who's in here who's really great you you aren't really rooting for her until they establish a bit of background story with her but for me there's a guy Jessica Jones? 
Yeah, Jessica Wait, Jones. Uh, she's from the Netflix TV series, Jessica Jones. No, that wasn't Kristen Ritter. It wasn't that Kristen Ritter? No. 100% no, uh, thought it was Kristen Ritter. Oh, that's funny. No, it's Jenny something. She was in, uh, she plays, uh, she's in, well, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She's in Outlander um, as Sam Hewen's sister. That's so um, weird. Both my wife and I both went, oh, that's Jessica Jones. <laughs> the whole time we thought it was Jessica Jones. I still think it's Jessica Jones. Funny. Okay. Sorry. Go okay, ahead. Okay. So my apologies <laughs> to, and thank you for calling me out on that because I would have been <laughs> all the comments like, what are you talking about, Ruben? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I can see though. I can see she does resemble uh, Kristen Ritter. So I, I, I can see that. Maybe that's her <laughs> noom de plume. Yeah. <laughs> She she plays too, you know. She plays, she plays an Irish people. actress, and yeah. she plays. A- <laughs> uh, all right, getting back to not Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones. Um, she was great. I rooted for her when they gave her back some backstory. I was concerned that going in, I was like, ah, oh, I'm not going to root for anybody here. Like, who am I rooting for? And then there's a moment where there's a scene. I was like, oh, this is the reason why they're locked in this room. There's a scene that they make you kind of like them as characters. But then there's a character that doesn't really get any lines. I, I equate this to Chewbacca and Han Solo <laughs> uh, partnership. And I was just like, man, I love this. And the practical effects and the, the, <sighs> the costume design. So good. Okay, I've talked enough about this. You tell me your thoughts <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, everything you said. Um, see, you. I liked, though, I liked when the score swelled like that and it went kind of over the top because mm. it reminded me of those old school monster films. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I totally got he, what they were doing. It was just yeah. too loud in my ears. It was, it was really, really loud. And gotcha. remember, we were sure. covering, recovering from headaches uh, last night. So. Oh, that's true. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, um, very true. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was, the the, the tight storytelling Mm. That you know when when you have a a short time period, it forces you to be to to the point. Yeah. But yet we were we got some development in this. We got enough to root for the characters. We got some um, some emotional moments within mm-hmm. there too, and some like some surprise things. Where I was like, oh wow, that why are you doing that? Uh, ooh, okay, that makes sense. And is that <laughs> going to come into play later? And then when it does, you're like. Oh, on beta, is it going to work? Is it going to yeah. work? You know, because you have a plan set up, and uh, and the the violence was um, oh so good. It, it was unexpected. I, I like, mean, this, this is Disney. Was, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wonder if they, I wonder if they kind of got away with it or felt more comfortable with it because it's black and white. Yeah, probably. So you don't, you know, um, so it's not as visceral maybe with with blood splatter, but it was. I mean, they're, they're that was yeah. gnarly. some gnarly kills. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, spectacular. And not just yeah. from the monsters, which I thought was nice. I, well, and that was a huge surprise for me too, that it was, um, the, it made sense the instant that, that, uh, that an action happened because mm. of the, the, you know, because of the whole setup, but mm-hmm. I didn't go there first. I was, yeah. I, that's not where my brain went and it probably should have, but it didn't. <laughs> and so I liked that, that it was just like, oh, that, oh, wait, oh, you know, and adds a whole different level of complexity and danger to the story. Yeah. I want Disney's new phase to have stuff like this and give composers or people that you, I, I, 
to be fair, they are pretty good at giving new time directors and people mm-hmm. a chance. But I want more stuff like this. This phase has, for me, felt quite lackluster. And I know not everybody feels that way. But for me, it's just not, it doesn't have the same bite and punch to sure. it. But this gives me <laughs> hope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this really gives me hope. Which maybe I can lead into talking about uh, the latest Hulk uh, she Hulk, I'll say Hulk. She Hulk oh. episode. Are you uh-huh. caught up at all? I'm not. No. I'm I'm uh, two behind. I think three. Behind. I, don't mm. I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure you've seen the trailer <laughs> and you knew that there was a character that was going to. I did. Yes. Okay. So this character now is this episode that everybody's been talking about. Okay. And again, it ha- for the most part, I think it has split audiences. Sure. For me, it it. It just solidified what I thought was going to happen with, for me, which is my favorite character um, from the Netflix Marvel series, which is Daredevil. Daredevil is gritty, dark, in at least in the world that they created within a Netflix series, the three series, and some of the best TV okay. I've ever seen still to this day is was just a real treat like you feel honored sort of thing to have watched you know there's some tv that you know you'll go back to like the oa you know just fantastic storytelling mm-hmm. amazing yes it's on that sort of level and par for me so i was i was worried with how they were going to handle this and they have done what i thought they were going to do unfortunately uh-huh. and that is make him a comedy bit and mm. so the the fighting in this was good not okay. nearly as visceral as it needed to be, but it was still, it was good. There's this weird comedy banter between She-Hulk, like you'd expect, but more from him. But at the end of the episode, there was, they showed his costume. I think that's the biggest issue I had, him walking home at uh, during the day with his shoes off because something's just happened. And they, they basically just made him the pun, the, the joke. And I was like, okay, I understand where you're going with this. And I, you know, this is how the character is going to be because it's Disney-fied somewhat. And if you look back at the original comics, Daredevil often did play jokes. He was a bit of a jokester in some of the comics, not all of them. Mm. But from what we've established, which is what people are saying is still established law, which is connected to, sorry, it's like a long ramble rant, is connected (laughs) to... Um, this universe, then that Daredevil <laughs> is still this Daredevil. They even have a a stint of music from the score, the theme mm. from the Netflix bit when he arrives. And so like, oh, okay, this is the same. We, we're putting two and two together. The same with Fisk. You know, they kind of said mm. that's the same. And so now I was, I was thinking, I like what they did. I really enjoyed episode six of She-Hulk. Thought it was the best episode I've seen so far because she has a lot of growth and it, it was it humanized her. It, it made me like her a lot. And then episode seven, they brought in Daredevil and that episode and, you know, have the banter. And it was really fun. And it was a longer episode. And it's like, I wish that had mm. been this thing the, the whole time. Okay. But I also really felt for, like, fans that were like, I really didn't want you to... I wanted him to keep his grit and it just didn't feel, feel like he had that. Hmm. So do you think it's going to cause, or it's going to be hard for them to um, go back to how kind of how he was? I don't think the they will. Series when I don't think they will. I think so even this the costume, is, this is like their, I think this is how they've, that's why they've established 
his costume's brighter now. It it's mm-hmm. more it's more in cue with the Marvel sort of bright costumes. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping they would go somewhere like the Captain America dark costumes that he had. Oh, yeah. You know, because he's had variations, and mm-hmm. you could always put him with that bunch. Especially considering how many episodes we're getting. So if they're going to make him yeah. much lighter, then I how is that going to? I think grits and dark go hand in hand with having a longer series you can do story and i see it working that way but Mm -hmm. the comedy sort of lighter stuff that that only works for a little while yeah uh yeah so anyway that was my off kilter let's talk about things that i didn't that weren't the best for me (laughs) this week ruben (laughs) tends to have one of these every week now and there's a moment in the latest lord of the rings episode as well i was just like what scientifically that doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in, a fan- in, a, in a fantasy series, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm so far behind in that. I still have only seen the first two episodes just because I, can't I haven't wait. had time to. Um, well, next next week is the last episode, so. I know. my And my son texted yesterday, and he was like, uh, you need to get on this right now. <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten uttered the words. I said, don't let them hear you say that. She was like, is it me or is Lord of the Rings much better than the um, Game of the Thrones series? Yeah. I was like, don't, don't let anybody hear you say that. You'll, you'll be destroyed. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to have that opinion. <laughs> uh, but they're filming season two right now. So here we go. Nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, did we discuss something yet? Or did I just rant for... For ages. No, no, no. We well, we went from Werewolf by Night to to She Hulk, right, right, right. And then, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the uh, Mike Flanagan's series, The Midnight Club. Um, you know, we're we're both big fans of Mike Flanagan and his work. So this, uh, I'm happy that this w- was also on the best thing that we watched mm. this week because it was, um, you know, you have. It's a Christopher Pike uh, novel adaptation, and so what he did is he took Mike Flanagan adapted the Midnight Club book, but also the series because throughout this ten episode series on Netflix is um, other stories from within that world of Christopher Pike. So it's not just the first novel. Oh, um, is that what it was? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, sure I read it. That okay. Yeah, I read some of the press notes that it, it was a long, like a lot. Yeah, so I, I, I started it and went, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, um, you know, he pulls in different different arcs from or different pieces from some of the stories there. Um, mm. You know, and uh, I haven't seen anything negative like people like like we got with Sandman, um, mm. you know, about how you didn't keep this or you changed that or whatever. But just like in Sandman, Christopher Pike the author, the creator of this content was an executive producer. Nice. So, you know, he had his hand in it. He, he gave his blessing to Flanagan and then, but who only directed some of the episodes, didn't direct all of them. Flanagan. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, 10 episodes, uh, it's longer series, first off. Yeah. Um, it, it's season one, which I was not expecting. I People thought it don't was know a, that, Chris. I was reading on Twitter all over the comments. Everybody thinks this is a limited series. Because that's what he's done. That's how mm. it's been. And, and Netflix, I don't think, has done a good job of marketing this. They haven't, yeah. Like, like I saw even a tweet yesterday by Mike Flanagan asking just audience, is 
Is the Midnight Club showing up on your home screen of Netflix, or are you having to search for it? Mm. Which this is not this is not a new thing. I mean, we've had this discussion no, we've before. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so going back to the series, the um, <clears throat> you have these uh, these terminally ill young adults who go to this uh, this this estate. Basically, it's run by a doctor, um, but it gives them it's a hospice, and it gives them the way to live out their life, the the final days, months, weeks, whatever that is. Um, and they they approach it differently than just a regular hospice, where a hospice is you just go to die, and you know the, their whole approach to even fighting a treatment or being you know fighting a disease or anything like that. So I really like that. I thought that that the different take on that is great. The the residents they get together uh, each night at midnight to tell scary stories to each other, or at least stories to each other, um, and then with the whole idea and the pact that they make that. When they die, they will do everything in their power that they can to contact the group to prove that there is something beyond. And Hmm. so you have this group, you know, they come and they tell their stories and we get to see those stories play out. So it's a story within a story. Um, Some are creepy. Some are uh, disturbing. You know, there's there's a wide variety of genres that are displayed within the stories. And then playing out in the bigger thing over all of the episodes is a mystery. And um, Ruben and I had been chatting uh, during this week, and I think it takes a little while to get into that mystery. And I don't think that they address it enough, maybe as they should. It kind of kind of falls by the wayside. Would you agree mm-hmm. to that? Um, and I think I, there is there is a level of predictability to some of it. To some um, of it, but I do. There was a bit that I didn't see coming, which I was like, "Oh, fair enough, well done." It's like oh. I knew, I knew I should have seen it, but I okay. W- yeah, the one the, like there's just two people. One, I was like, "Yeah, that's that," and then yeah. the other one, I was like, "Oh, really? Okay." I I suspected the second one mm-hmm. when when we see this flashback sequence that happens. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the, the conversation that they're having, I suspected that for a moment, but I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. so it's not obvious, but I think mildly predictable. The other one mm-hmm. that you're talking about though, that one, which in seeing that, that really bugged me with Alonka's character because she's super smart. Yeah. And yet she's surprised by this. And I like that yeah. the, at least the story addresses why she's surprised. Like she was like, you shouldn't have been surprised. You should have known this. You have known this, you know, but it just, it, it felt <laughs> well, can off I, to me. Can when, I double down it, on the annoyance on that? Because yes, there's a the clue that she's given that will help her in the mystery. And that is a set of numbers for someone in her time in the 90s that spends all her time in libraries she would know right Im- immediately uh, what those numbers are. And it takes her like three episodes more to be told basically what they are. And it's like, what I don't buy are. that. Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. She would have known immediately. Yeah. Anyway, yes. carry on. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I, I liked I liked the cast of characters. I liked their dynamics. Um, you know, some of them you don't like off the, right off the bat, which I, uh, I also great. liked that. Yeah. yeah. Like, because there's there's one that has a character arc where I didn't like at the beginning, and then I'm devastated at the end. Right. Yeah, that's good writing. Yeah. 
seriously. And I didn't realize how many people in this cast, uh, like I knew some of them had been in Midnight Mass, but I didn't realize how many of them had been in Midnight yeah. Mass. There was a lot of them. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. But talk to me. Tell me Tell me what you thought of, of the series. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the perception of what the series is, the marketing didn't do it justice again, doubling down. I expected it to be a mystery, which it is, okay. but I didn't expect there to be an anthology horror series with inside that mystery. And that would have been fine. Uh, but also they took like the anthology how the anthology horror series sometimes those stories are longer than the mystery segments that you mm -hmm. get in the episodes and i'm all for the mystery like i really that's that's the bit that gripped me that i wanted to know more i want to know about sure. these kids but at the same time the more we watch the anthology horror series the more as you said in some of your uh the comments we were talking about this week the more we find out about the kids because mm. some of the stories about who they are and what they've gone through is in those. So it's, it is almost integral to the mystery as well, if you want to know and care about the characters. And what I love about the characters being in this hospice, you can't help but feel for them and be on their sides. You are rooting for them because they're dying. Each of them has this horrible illness you wish could help but you feel as helpless as the characters probably do if they were real, you know, like, of course they mm -hmm. are. It's, it's, this is fact. Yeah. This is like documentary recordings that we've grabbed yes. from space and that's what's happening. So yeah, like you, there's a character that was just like, she's the worst. <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's, I know you're dying, but seriously, get over your bitchiness. Um, and then three episodes in and it's like, and for the audio that's me having like quivering sad lip face <laughs> I, I, I was just like I really really like this character now and then a few episodes later I was just like and Kirsten was my wife she's like I don't want to watch it anymore it's too sad yeah there's also a story here that hit home for us because we were raised in Christian in a Christian mm -hmm. family there's a there's a story here about a, a young man who is gay who's grown up in a Christian family mm -hmm. and you see the devastation of what that means in the nineties, yeah. particularly because in the nineties, it wasn't, you know, we're, we've come s some ways since the nineties in thinking mm -hmm. we're not nearly where we should be, but we have, no. we've, we've taken a few steps forward, Did but you, you, I rarely felt this. This was like this hit in, in, I was like, dude, this is heavy. So each of their characters are defined really well. So when shit does happen to them, you feel that you're like, mm. which is brings me to the ending because had this been a completion series, we would have had, we'd probably be very sad, but we wouldn't be, be le we wouldn't have been left hanging. I just don't know where they're going to go with this. Like, I don't know how much mystery there is left. There are some answers that we need, but I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't want another whole series that they're just going to string out for the sake of it. Like my mind doesn't, I don't see the next season. Like I want more because I loved it and I want to see them okay and well and healthy and <laughs> live their lives. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you have the same feelings about that? I, I agree. I'm not sure I want 10 more episodes in a second season mm. as a repeat of this. Like mm. I think I would like it to be more mystery mm. and then complemented with stories. 
yeah from the midnight club you know that instead of the other way around i mean because you've you've taken us now to the the area of we're getting to the the crux of the mystery maybe at least mm. we we're uncovering some clues like ooh what does this mean where is this going and there there's got to be a um some kind of a motivation there but we haven't been shown what that motivation is yet well because of the end i have my theories as to what it could be so should we do minus should we do spoilers now for this the next couple of minutes warn people y- yes yes okay so spoiler warning right now there you go yeah <laughs> just reminded of coco and the, the dancing yeah <laughs> Oh no, that's great. That's and and disturbing all at the same time. Thank you. <laughs> Ruben dancing all bubbly right. bonehead. Okay, spoilers for the next yes. two minutes. Right. Cool. The, 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 the matron, which yes. they revealed at the end, she was not the good person. She's been the original the whole time. She removes her wig. Um, she removes her. I thought she she's oh. way older than. Oh no! See, I think that's the daughter. That's the daughter that escapes. Oh, see, I didn't think that. Oh, oh, that, okay. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Then I hadn't, I hadn't considered that she would be, because yeah, she would be much older. Yeah. If she was the, if she was the mom, the original of the, um, the I leader just, of that cult. So the my theory, which could, if it's, if she is the daughter, then that throws it all out the water. But my theory mm. is the shadow thing is her. She is a soul eater, and in order for her to keep the disease at bay, she needs to keep sacrificing kids or or uh, eating their life force because they're coming to dying. You know that whole story that one of the kids had about what the shadow creatures are? Yeah. I felt somehow that that was connected to her, and she was staying alive by um, having the shadow creatures feed her or shadow creature which is why the two ghosts are telling the kids to stop and get out and don't do these, um, you know, even with the, the, the pillows and the sheets, like, don't. <laughs> or Yeah. What, what do they yeah. say? Don't, yeah. That, that's but if she's the daughter, yeah. What, what are your theories then if she's a, the daughter? Well, I couldn't, I didn't know what, I didn't know where that was going. I just, I, mm. you know, maybe perfecting what her mom, or the, her mom was the leader of the cult, you yeah. know, and that led to, and so maybe her coming back now, thinking, you know, as an adult, believing that well, there is something that um, to this, mm. but she went about it wrong, and so now trying to perfect it for her own demented reasons. I don't know, but I like now I'm I'm completely unsure. I know. I'm just <laughs> thinking. Damn it, you you might be right. It might might be the daughter. And we, well, let us know. Case. Yeah, yeah. If you've That's seen really this, interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah. Where are we? Just make sure you put spoiler, like spoiler warning, in the comments if you if you do comment <laughs> yeah. about it, just so that it doesn't ruin it for everybody. But that, yeah, that's that's interesting there because I I love the idea of how dark that goes with it mm. becoming like a like soul eater type of thing. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on love to it. to the next. Cool. Uh, what's on your list? Uh, I'm literally pulling it up to remind myself. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. There's one I want to talk about that, again, didn't make my list, but I want to talk about it anyway. Okay. <laughs> this, is be- this has become the best thing that Ruben didn't watch this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so I didn't get to watch all of it, but that's on purpose. Not that I didn't have time, although it was long. Uh, it's a new series that dropped on Netflix this week. It's Korean. I'll read the description. Hong Ji Hoyo's boyfriend disappears with an unidentified light. Since then, Hong Ji Hoyo traces her boyfriend's whereabouts. With the help of a UFO club members, she approaches a mysterious secret. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I don't, but I am intrigued. Okay, so this is a new series that dropped on Friday called Glitch. It's not based mm. on the original Glitch series that there was. Oh, that about Australian people coming one? back. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is literally <clears throat> their story on UFO and what UFO has done. And literally ah. within the first 20 seconds, I wanted to switch it off. Because oh. of how the music, it made it feel very cheap. It made it feel very mm. TV. And I was like, ah. But I, 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 I stuck it out mm -hmm. because this is uh, South Korean. And, you, and, you know, K-drama are, are our cup of tea. Um, so I watched five of the ten. Okay. And it's it's long. So I've, I've seen half. So I can't give my full review. And I won't be going back to it because oh. it is very drawn out. It's very long. Mm. in that there's a lot of stuff that's said there's a lot of conversations that happen that don't feel necessary it feels like a tv soap drama uh -huh. in amongst the aliens there's also characters that you're i think you're meant to like that take took me a long while to care about them at all okay so you have a woman who the first episode basically showcases her she's obsessed with work but she's also obsessed with uh ufo she's she, for some reason, they, they don't tell you yet, but she's also got a fiance who she's been stringing along for four years that she hasn't married. And um, her demeanor is like someone that has it that is autistic, but she isn't. So she's very quiet, very thoughtful. It doesn't say a lot like she doesn't say a lot, but everybody else talks and suggests things to her to fix her. But the mm. thing is that she has been the the way i describe it actually sounds interesting but when you watch it you'll understand <laughs> <laughs> um when she was a child she was obsessed with ufos because she's had she had an encounter and she's been obsessed with it ever since in fact there's a little gray alien that seems to follow her around nobody else can see it and you have to decide whether it's she has a, is she mentally broken or is there a little gray alien? Because it's so cliche, little gray alien, and it looks like a little gray alien, except for when it, <laughs> except for when she's having a stressful time in life, and then it's the size of a skyscraper. Oh, so wow. you're thinking, oh, but no, this is you, right? This is this mm -hmm. is not right in your head. Yeah. Until the story starts, it really takes a tack for the left because now I'm going to say the word cult, right? <laughs> and mm -hmm. so there's there's a whole storyline here with Celt members that she becomes this investigation investigator with her best friend that all kind of links up to people who have who have had experiences with UFO. You know, people okay. like I, I was probed once when you know I was mm -hmm. walking down on the back roads and you know this thing came and grabbed me. I was just like, I'm not sure I liked it, but I kind of like it, and so I wasn't <laughs> sure how to feel about it and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the UFO X-Files stories that you've heard, it is kind of yes. in that. But then there's a whole tax of, which I quite liked more of, the cult storyline. Uh -huh. And without doing spoilers and how it links into there. That bit was interesting. 
But again, okay. all of the storylines and everything that is going on in here is just slow. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a slow burn. It just feels like they padded it. It could have been. Oh. And I said at the beginning, this is why Netflix normally only give you six episodes. They they force you to have everything contained within six episodes. And then if it's good enough for a second season and it has an audience, then you go for it. So I was so hopeful because this is the first time I would have seen a K-drama with the alien storyline. And I mm-hmm. just didn't feel it. It just was not like, going there, huh? Oh. <clears throat> Which is sad. Which is okay, you know. The, everybody likes different things, and I'm sure a lot of people sure. will enjoy this, and you know, find enjoyment out of it. For mm-hmm. me, with everything that we've got going on, like yeah. I may go back in a couple of years and let me let me finish that. Um, but for now, I'm just like this is mm-mm. just taking too long to tell the yeah. story, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's unfortunate. Okay, so that's glitch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, should I talk about something I enjoyed? <laughs> yes. The best thing we watched. Let's, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I mentioned to you last week, there is an animated YouTuber um, named yeah. James who has a channel of 12.8 million subscribers. So he's done all right. But that yeah. all came from him just drawing little <laughs> white man. And he takes experiences in his life that we've all experienced, like, in his job there's four mm. videos that he's done called subway which are basically his his experience of working at subway and he t- <laughs> just tells the story through animation and it's hilarious because often life stories are funnier than like any oh, totally. hollywood movie right yeah and so after gaining i guess all these subscribers he then came together with a friend of his with a pitch to pitch to people that you pitch to to get a series made and the first time he did it after they practiced it for days and days and getting it right and just sharpening it and to their friends to other people they trusted uh, he went and pitched it to someone and they said to him outright nobody will ever take on a youtuber you're you're barking up the wrong tree you know mm-hmm. keep to what you're doing but nobody will sign on a youtuber because nobody likes youtubers firstly let me just say what the actual your thinking is so backwards also at the time when he pitched this let's say that he had 10 million so two years back 10 million subscribers even if a small percentage of those people came and watched whatever they you know whatever platform it ended up being on let's say a million that's a million dedicated watches before your own users start watching absolutely what is wrong with you (laughs) you should be fired that's terrible guaranteed audience built in right there yeah, exactly. And marketing. And yeah. marketing. Well, golly. Okay. And I have to say that his audience, James's audiences, are awesome. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think I've ever seen a, a negative comment on his videos. Nice. Ever. That's awesome. Uh, so that's 12.8 million good people uh, who now are watching a Netflix series called Oddballs. <laughs> so, so basically, you've taken his humor. He's writing with a budget of Netflix with a few other great voices and given it a sort of arc. There's a this hilarious arc that is it's overarching each ever each episode is an individual animated story of an event of something that goes wrong. So it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> like within his YouTube and then it embellishes to the most ridiculous thing that you can ever imagine. Uh, my favorite being or oh, there's two there's. There's one that is a, a mic take on Fight Club, which is yeah. hilarious. 
Um, and then there's one about a toaster. And there's this little toasty, he's toasted. And they basically make an AI toaster because he never <laughs> quite gets his toaster right. He's, he's toast right. It always comes out burnt. Uh, and that is at the start of the, the main arc. <laughs> which comes back at the at the end the an oh, ai funny. toaster yeah yeah you can just imagine <laughs> um what i have seen within some of the comments that some people are just not getting it and, and found found it lame and just silly uh mm. and i do wonder if that's because they haven't had the experience of what james's animation is or what oh. type of segments they are because if you're coming from his, you're you're already on board, I think, and you're just you're just so happy and proud of a YouTuber getting Netflix money and making a series, and then you're in for this very awesome animation that you've been on board for the whole time, anyway. Uh, but I love the fact that kids can watch it and enjoy it, like young young kids can watch it, and enjoy it because of the animation. But then I can sit next to those young kids as an adult and laugh my head off because of the stuff that that you're getting that they just won't get like even some of the language of the words the you know big vocabulary words that i was like whoa what is that word <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like i think i know what that is let me like get my dictionary out and yeah you know, oh thank you phone you know it's that sort of thing that sometimes they tackle you know no kid well shouldn't have watched fight club yet you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're referring that's for adults you know totally. and i think it, it works well it's like if Pixar went, you know, Pixar does that balance so well between kids and adult mm-hmm. storylines, and we both yep. get it. But it's as if they went more adult and had a series, and then you know, really made you laugh. I, I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. Nice. Um, I, I'm surprised to see the mix, but they shouldn't be surprised because people hate anything. You know, True. So yeah. Yeah. How, how many episodes? <laughs> Twelve. Thirteen. Twelve. Oh. Yeah, nice. and they are they are they short episodes? Yeah, like short, like, like sixteen under to twenty minutes. minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Right on. Very cool. I, I saw it. I saw it on there, and um, it looked like I didn't watch any trailers or anything, but just from the animation, it gave me slight Centaur World vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. I can and, totally see that. Yeah. You know, and that's mm. that was kind of the mindset if I was going to watch it mm. that I would be going in with with just kind of like. This might be oddball. Well, duh, that's the name of it. But like <laughs> off the wall, just bizarre, kind of weird, maybe random. And yeah, it starts off normal. Like, you ever watched Dexter's Laboratory? No, um, I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> it's just this kid, an like, innocent invention that ends up destroying the world, like at the end of the episode. Yeah, it's, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, those are the best type of cartoons. You know, mm, they just. <laughs> <laughs> Things go off the rails. Oh man! All right. Well, you had talked about a South Korean series, mm-hmm. and I watched a South Korean movie yesterday from 2009, Ooh. and it is a horror movie, and it is a vampire movie. Oh, and it is one that first off I'd never seen, and then it's a different take on vampires. It's directed by Park Chan Wook. And it is called Thirst. I know that name. What else has Park Chung done? Uh, he did Old Boy. Ah, okay. The original Old Boy. Love Old Boy. <laughs> so, well, and it stars um, Song Kang Hyo. Song Kang Ho. Okay. Who he's in uh, Parasite, mm. The Host. You know, so he's. No, I, mean, I know exactly what that is now. Just yeah. two of the mm. like the biggies there. Mm. So he 
<coughs> excuse me, he he plays a priest, <coughs> and he goes, he undergoes a, a, just a, a medical experiment that goes wonky, <coughs> goes really bad for him, and then through the course of, of that, he now has this insatiable thirst for blood, huh. and he's so he's not he doesn't have fangs. Nothing oh. like that. This isn't so. This isn't a fang vampire type of thing. Um, he can walk around in the daytime. Um, oh. There's, you know, so Does so you need get to take what you powers for being a vampire. He is incredibly strong, ah. and he can like jump really well. High, you know, Ooh. jump high. You know, things like that. But that yeah. that's about it. I mean, it's right. just um, well, and his his senses are okay. especially like hearing and stuff are like. When did this come out? Like 2000, 2009. Okay. So it's, I watched it on uh, Peacock, I think. Right. That's where I watched it. Um, you can, it's on demand, something like that too. You can rent it through mm. Amazon or whatever. But um, because it's a different type of take, you know, this is, he's like affl- afflicted with something now. And what that does though is it begins to change his inhibitions, remove his inhibitions, change his desires, and he is now struggling because he's a priest who has taken these vows. Yeah, that's and yet he's not gonna he, jive with your uh, vows. Yeah, right. And so he has this he has this this huge conflict of how do I do it? How do I still feed? How do I you know? Otherwise, I'm going to die. But it's 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 not even like you waste away type of thing. It is a it is disgusting and visceral and gross at the what happens when he is um absolutely too hungry yeah oh yeah no it is it the, the special <laughs> effects are wonderful because they're real, they're practical mm. um and some might be a little cgi but it's hard to tell if it is i mean it's just really done well um so you have that conflict which really works because he's struggling. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to hurt people. He doesn't want to kill people, um, mm. but he needs to feed. But then also his inhibitions are reducing. His desires are growing and not just for blood. I mean, it's just his, he's just changing a little bit within his mindset. Then he spends time with this family and um, this family is dysfunctional big time, but there's a, they have, it's a mom and a dad, a son who is just weird. I mean, he's just, and he's not a good guy and he's married to this, uh, to this woman. And she also struggles with her desires and right. they, they, then the priest and the, the, the young woman, they have conflicts and interactions and you get to watch just the dynamic between them and how you can see it coming. You can see how, how things ratchet up. Um, there's a there's a moment that felt a little bit like Chronicle, like watching Chronicle, where you oh, just nice. in a in a mindset of people, you know what happens when you when you can do certain things or you have certain things happening to your brain or your body or whatever. Um, <clears throat> it it is it is so different from how your traditional vampire movies go. And, um, you know, is the priest going to lose his humanity? Is he going to, or is he going to hold on to parts of that despite having all of these things going on inside of him, you know, and 
So it is, it's a longer movie. It's two hours and like 13 or 14 minutes. Nice. So it's, I mean. Amnesia for horror. <clears throat> yes, yes. Mm. And, but it, it earns it. Um, there are, there's visions and imagery that are just, that will mess with you a little bit. And, it, and you can't, you can't tell is, is everything that I'm seeing reliable? You know, hmm. and there's a there's also a section with with the the, the family that I had talked about the the mom yeah. in that, and there is a there is a story arc with her that is kind of horrifying, it, and it 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 really works, um, but then it's also very sad in this too. So it uh, the movie's not an overly happy one by any means. Hmm. It, Definitely worth checking out, though, if you can, wherever you've seen it. or yeah. So in the UK, I've just been hunting. It's on Shudder in the UK. Oh, so, nice. Uh, okay. The .com one, not the on Amazon one. Okay. So the, the actual app. So you're skimming through the comments because Shudder gives you the ability to comment on what you thought about it. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, and everybody's, well, 99% of people have given this like full marks. So, oh, yeah. Nice. Or so many scales, five scales out of five, <laughs> which is cool. Nice rating That's system. awesome. Yeah. So it, it was a good surprise. Um, mm. You know, I didn't know what to expect, um, but yeah. That's okay. so good. Yeah. I like getting... vampire that are different because mm-hmm. it's been done to death, hasn't it? So you, in this day and age where we've had at least 200 vampire movies, at least, you need to do something different. Yes. Um, let us know in the comments, actually, what is the strangest, most different vampire film you've ever seen? Uh, I know Chris this week has he's watched a few strange ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm, wor- I'm working on a vampire list, and I, I do have more <laughs> strange ones that I have that I have watched. But yeah. It's, I think um, <laughs> Nightwatch and Daywatch are some of my favorites. 30 Days by Night, I think, is more traditional based on the graphic novel, but scary as mm. hell. Um, Nasferatu. I don't know how many people have actually seen the original black and white one. It's, I think it goes. I think it, it's that it's decreasing. Mm, it know? is for sure. Lots of people like they've heard the word maybe Nasferatu, but not yes. actually seen the original. Like, do yourself a favor, watch the original. It's it's a classic I, for a reason. Absolutely. And just as a teaser for what's coming up in our audio, I have some news Ooh. on Nasferatu. Yeah, nice. So, okay. Yes. Uh, so I mentioned right at the beginning that I needed to talk about the three seashells. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> is this a movie? Is this because what no, I no, think no. of is yes. Demolition Man. No, exactly. It's Demolition oh, Man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not like what you think it is. Okay. So, oh. <laughs> so I've recently been playing Cyberpunk 2077 again because... Oh. The first time I played it, I had to get a refund because the game was unplayable. It's a game I'd waited eight years for. And now I've waited nine and a bit, almost nine and a half, because they've had a year and somewhat to fix all the bugs that made the game unplayable. Mm-hmm. They've had a free update on the PS5s. And so I've been playing it. I always, I, I love Cyberpunk. I mean, I love CD Projekt Red, who did the, the Witch of the Wild Hunt, which is my favorite game of all time, uh, with Geralt. And, you know, we have Henry Cavill, who's playing... Uh, the Witcher, but yeah. Doug Cockle voicing the the game. I think it's it's great. It's a great universe to play in. 
Uh, and so I was very disappointed when I couldn't actually get to play in the cyberpunk, whatever they created. So now I've, been, yeah. I've spent maybe 10 to 15 hours playing this game. Mm. It's finally playable, at least on, on my system, whatever everybody else says about it. And I'm enjoying it. Keanu Reeves is in it. You know, you can't not enjoy anything that Keanu Reeves is. You know, I think even his bad stuff is good. <laughs> like Johnny Mnemonic, <laughs> New Monic. <laughs> if, when's the last time you've seen that? That film is aged. <laughs> Oh, I bet it has. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there you get your own room, okay, <laughs> uh, as your character in the the towers, the cyberpunk towers that you, you okay. live in. It's your base. You can come home and rest and swap your weapons, swap your clothes, that kind of stuff. Now, all the other rooms, some of which you can go into, the, the bathrooms have toilet paper. But in your bathroom, there is no toilet paper there is three seashells and and because it's i mean it was just brilliant because i love that the the fact that demolition man and uh, uh swatch not swatch nigger so that's so funny stallone. stallone comes out going can somebody tell me how to use the the three seashells here adrian 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 um and people are like what how do you actually use a three seashell so here's the thing the director of the movie has come out also the the writer came out and said actually he called his friend he needed something else to put in the movie to make it more weird because it's futuristic and yeah. so his friend was on the the toilet at the time and he, and he told him that my wife has seashells in the bathroom as decorations there were three sure. of them and so instead of toilet paper that ended up in the movie as three seashells but this is how he says but the the idea is that you take two seashells you scoop away the poop with the two seashells to make like a clam clippity club thing and then use the third one to wipe and that is actually from the writers so there your your conundrum is solved <laughs> i'm not sure we needed that information <laughs> yes you did yes you did you know you did Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ow! Oh gosh, you, that should have come with a warning. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> Poop scraping, poopity scooping. Oh my gosh! Oh <laughs> no, no. Okay. Ugh. <sighs> <laughs> well, should should we talk about the movie Our Horror Choice? Yes. Yes, let's do that. Would you like to take you know, the, the lead? Oh. Okay, so it is a uh, it's a movie on Shutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's where we watched. I think it is a Shutter original. Also, I think it uh, is. Yeah, yeah, it came out. Uh, let me. I should have pulled this up. The the year. I'm pretty sure it's this year. It's new. Yeah, it's it's new. yeah 2022. It's like a couple okay. of weeks old. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's brand new. Um, and it's called Sissy, mm. and it is a um comedy drama horror i'm not sure how much on the comedy there i mean it, it's it's dark comedy um, i equate not, this to dark comedy like voices with ryan reynolds it yes okay sort of For, yeah. yeah 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 it, it's just it's yeah it's off kilter humor yeah. totally um so basically you have this girl who's uh you have two people um cecilia sissy and emma who we're best friends as kids. There was an incident where Cecilia was bullied at school as a child. Mm. <clears throat> traumatic for her, traumatic for a lot of people. 
Flash forward to present, Cecilia is now a, an online influencer, has lots yep. of followers. Yep. She runs into Emma, gets to go to, is invited to um, a, 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 an engagement a party, theory? and then her, yeah. and then her, yeah. and then, then her hen party, hen party. Um, <clears throat> which in the in the U.S. we call them bachelorette parties. Mm. Whatever doesn't really matter. Same thing. This weekend they go away. Well, and then there is. Um, not everybody knew who was going to be at this at this hen party. And so the emotions come up, bad mm-hmm. things happen, conflicts arise. Um, I think you see things coming like you, you see sure. the progression yeah. of events. That's yeah. it's it's almost unavoidable there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and. Okay, I set that up. You have this, this <laughs> lots and lots of conflict. Tell, give me your thoughts before I go into mine. I really like this. <laughs> I don't know that you did, but I really enjoyed it. This re- this this reminded me um, the way my brain understood it of Dale and Tucker versus Evil, like a woman that has been boy uh, been bullied, but somehow these people keep walking into death that is around (laughs) right that's how i saw it because people are going to die in this movie it's not a spoiler and and you obviously know the setup with how this woman you know she someone snaps and then they die but the way they die is way too easy to die it just feels like like stop walking into the spear sort of thing (laughs) and i have to say i was kind of rooting for her yeah I for know sissy? she's for Cecilia for sissy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of reaching for her because I didn't like any of the other people, even the friend until the moment, the end. And you're like, mm, okay, maybe. But by that point, I was like, it's so far. You might as well just clean house. And I also like, <laughs> I also like the ending. This is like a, like a, a twist thing that I was like, Oh, all right. <laughs> What did you think of this? I loved the violence. I, I the, the, the there's a there's a toxic Avenger moment which mm. I absolutely loved. So um, good. There's the the there's <laughs> I just um the dude with the um the dude that that just that made me laugh. It shouldn't have, but it made me laugh. Um, because it just I did laugh the, and giggle a lot in this movie. The cinematography of that of that one in particular, because you've got this really wide shot, and it's just, just it. Okay, so so the violence, the 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 bad things that happen, the decisions that are made, I, I liked a lot of that. Mm. My biggest issue was the, with the movie was I I hated Sissy, I hated Cecilia. I really. From the, she is like the most self-centered, um, narcissistic, look at me type of person. And it just, it, and that, that says something to be surrounded at this, um, at this party Mm. by vapid people. Mm. I mean, who are just like, I didn't like them either. I liked Emma, the, um, the, the one getting married. I liked Mm. her a little bit. Yeah. Um, She's the only one that kind of tolerated. Yeah. All the rest. Which is why I was rooting for Sissy because I didn't like any of them. I wanted them all just to be taken out. <laughs> well, see, and I, I, I totally agree with you there. Like I was, I was rooting for that. The, 
the ending though was not the ending <laughs> I wanted. Um, I just it was like I thought it was great. I was just dark. like, oh wow, okay. And then we go back to you know influencing sort of thing, and I, I like I like that. Mm. It was dark. It was and, and so and because I didn't totally expect that. Mm. That that is good. You know yes. that. That it it was able to offset some of those expectations there of like because you know through it you you see like oh well this is going to happen and this is going to happen and then there are some shocking moments though especially towards the end where you're like oh my gosh what oh I know why you're doing that but oh my gosh that <laughs> just I think she is. was very broken I think it shows the psychosis in her oh, mind yeah. already so the you realize, oh, the whole time she was not okay. You know, oh, totally. Like, yeah, I l- not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, the facade that she has put up and that mm. she has created for herself, you know, that in, yeah, it's, you, you see it, it's just this this winding, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. rope, you know, it's just getting tighter and tighter as it's wound and you know that at some point something's going to happen because nobody can continue to do that Un, and without any type of reaction, you know, long term. So, no, yeah, it's not. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot to like in this. Um, I, but if you're if you're rooting for characters, like if you want them, <laughs> like if you like the characters, I, I you can root for characters most definitely. But I think liking them is is a very difficult proposition. In this. I don't know. I might be a little bit narcissistic. I hate bullying, so I think whenever. I see anybody get bullied. I'm like, yeah, I don't care what you've done, but yeah, oh, she so, reacted that way because she got bullied. Oh, but, and that part, yeah, like, like especially as the kids, yeah, totally. That made sense. I'm like, well, hey, you know what? You are a terrible person, and yep. you get what you deserve for for that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. But then later, yeah, on, there was, yeah I mean, you can't justify it. There's, there's no, there is no one good in this movie, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm not saying so that it, people on social media that are nasty need to be taken out by a serial killer, but you know the type of person that you see in this film that you just like. Ah, oh, really? Don't like people like that. I just. Mm. Yeah, the, and the, you know this does a good job of there's there's very uncomfortable situations. I think they have the potential to extend them to make you Mm. more uncomfortable and more cringe and just like, oh, this is, I can't watch because I just can't take it anymore. Um, But they don't, they don't, Mm. they, I don't think they take advantage of that. Like I, there's a dinner scene that is, that is very uncomfortable and they execute it really well. Mm. But then I think to some other movies where they have like an uncomfortable dinner scene like that and it just goes on and on and you're like <laughs> i need i need you to stop i need <laughs> i need to look away and not hear yeah. exactly exactly so yeah it is it's definitely worth checking out i think it's um it's short attention span and it's it's not that long it didn't like it didn't feel long i didn't feel like i was getting bored with it or like uh when is this going to end anything like that i mean it it moved along especially once it began um yeah. and you get to just see the unraveling of everybody, which is mm. nice. <laughs> uh, can I talk about one more thing before we wrap up this video segment? Of course. Uh, so I've been catching up on one of my favorite series just because I had so much to watch uh, that I've basically lost the last 10 days. I've been watching Pennyworth 
so I'd seen season one mm. and bits of season two, uh, and I caught up on season two, and now I've seen season three, which came out the first, I think, episode or two episodes came out on Friday. And so Pennyworth is now a HBO Max original because that's just part of the acquisition. And it's now Pennyworth, the origins of Batman's uh, butler. Like, nobody knew that. Okay, if you didn't, Pennyworth is Batman's butler. Anyway, terrible title. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Thankfully, it's still massive Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Small, more yes. origins of Batman. <laughs> Thankfully, that's how that looks. However... It's going to take some people adjusting to where it left them off from the end of season oh. two. It was like a big war. They, they were going into the Battle of London. It's like it's like our timeline, but things are slightly different, uh, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and so we jump five years into the future. So there's a big time gap between uh, oh. two and three. Okay. And then um, because of the consequences of what happened, people are like Pennyworth, instead of having a club, which he owned in number two, he owns a bar in number three. And uh, people have moved on and recovered from winning the war. Now, we knew they were starting to win the battle, but we didn't know they were going to win the war. But that just happened. And so now mm. this time around, it's all about uh, enhanced people, oh. but enhanced in like mechanical uh, waste like people would fuse things onto their bodies like there's there's a crazy scientist type of in enhancements and so Pennyworth has an investigated team with his best friend that carries on from uh, season two we'd lost mm. one in season two unfortunately and in season three uh, he has more to do with uh, Batman's parents this time round so okay. Martha, Martha and Thomas. Thomas, thank you. Uh, it's it's their origins as well, and it goes in a lot oh. darker places that I wasn't expecting. A big part of this arc is about psycho psycho controlling. So there's a, a crazy scientist that has created like they control drug, and so you can imagine the best people if they are able to drop a, a pill in your your drink. And if they can make you control, they can control you with a, a word or a music ability. And so that sets mm -hmm. up everybody that you think that is always good, that'll never turn. If someone gets that or someone with that is really well trained, then gets that dropped in. And then, you know, kind of like um, Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Being controlled like that, so we have that as part of the origin story, and it's a lot of fun. They go a lot darker than I was expecting them to. It does feel like they've got a bit of a bigger budget this time around as well. Oh, that's good. Uh, they spend a lot of time with characters that they've been building up from season one and two. You know, there's one of those storylines where a character is is bad and then works their way oh. up to still being bad, but you like them because they're bad and taking out bad guys. Uh, to the point where we lose a character this season which i was devastated by even though technically they were bad you know it's that sort of writing oh uh -huh. i'm trying not to do mm -hmm. spoilers i'm just doing an overarching <laughs> kind of what happens this season i loved it it was it i feel like this show has gone from strength to strength and unfortunately it's nice. one of the lesser talked about series like there's mm -hmm. a niche group of people that are watching it that know how good it is but for some reason it's not either not gathering the the audience it needs to or it's not being showcased uh, around the world more and i think it definitely needs that because it's it's a really quality show like a good writing great characters and every episode has a thing that they 
investigate, but the arc, the main story, is always there. It's always pushing forward, oh, like what's going to happen at the end. Every season does this thing where it takes three or four episodes to get into the story and the arc. And so it feels slow. But once you get into that fourth episode or fifth episode, you understand why. They needed that time to build up what's going to happen. And then it just sure. feels like a roller coaster, which is exactly the same for this one. Nice. Right on. Well, I have not seen, other than when they announced the new title, mm. I haven't really seen much marketing online yeah. about I this, which either. is it's sad. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah, it's, you, it's very good. When you would think too, with, with all of the stuff that uh, HBO, HBO Max, Warner Discovery, all of that, that whole hubbub that was going on there, mm. that they would have taken their existing properties or the things that they are pushing and and push them, you know, but it seems like I think really all they're pushing is um, the House of Dragons. Yeah, I don't get it because it, I would much rather watch this than House of Dragons at the moment. That's just my personal. I think for House of Dragons, I need to watch a whole bunch together. It feels like a show sure. you need to watch two or three episodes together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I haven't even had time to put that on my channel yet. That That's uh exclusive review for you guys. Feel nice. privileged. <laughs> right on. That's outstanding. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, now it is time for our audio portion where we are jumping into some news and what is coming up this week. Uh, as a reminder, you can uh, just share this around, rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. We would greatly appreciate that. You can always tweet at us at Best We Watched. And if you never have or if you just are looking to watch something, please head over to YouTube. Check out uh, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, with Movies and Munchies. You can also hit up our Patreon and check out that opportunity there at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. Uh, so now let's dive into that news. Uh, Ruben, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, Keanu Reeves. He's the man. That's all I needed to say about that. Yep. Okay. News done. <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Keanu Reeves. That is everything. Thank you. Keanu Reeves says he is considering directing the movie adaptation of his comic Berserker. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read Berserker, but I hear very good things. And if he is decided that he wants to helm that, that would be very cool. He has helmed. He has directed before. He did a martial art film that was incredible. Um, and I think the, the the critics didn't love it, but it's a film that I go back to repeatedly, and I'm trying to remember mm. the name. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've even seen it, Chris. I, I know that we've spoken about like what he's accomplished before. I'm just looking at... Oh, here we go. A Man of Tai Chi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, definitely worth a go. It's like Mortal Kombat meets Battle Royale uh, <laughs> meets Jet Li's Underground. Do you remember that one? I don't think I've seen Underground, no. Oh, wow. But the yeah, first uh, two, that has me at least intrigued. Yeah, but he's directing. He, he acts and directs that, but the martial arts okay. is excellent. And he plays a bad guy, and he's phenomenal mm. in it. So I'm really looking forward to him him helming You know this. Yeah. That would be outstanding. That would be cool. Yeah. So hope, hopefully that, that does come to fruition and then mm. he's able to also realize the vision yeah. for it. Nice. Um, I teased 
in um, while we were watching things when we were talking about uh, vampires, Nosferatu, mm-hmm. uh, some Nosferatu news, and yeah. I did not know this, but Robert Eggers, yeah. who did you know the Lighthouse, yeah, Witch, yeah. the Witch, uh, Northman, he is doing a Nosferatu remake. Yeah, that um, has Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp already attached to it, wow. and now he Nicholas Holt is in talks to join that cast also. I mean, those three alone are worth watching whatever that would be. But the fact that it's Edgar's and Nasiratu, that's going to yeah. be interesting. I mean, visually, it, the, the, the the palette, the color, the Nasiratu world just lends itself to Edgar's style, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Yeah, mm. and I, I can see Skarsgård as mm. <laughs> the title 100%. character there. The, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, I, I don't know anything about like release date, anything like this. I mean, if they're just talking also just uh, of casting right now, you know, if possible in talks that it's, I think they're just very, very early pre-production phase. At yeah. The, you know, but something to be on the lookout for. That'll be. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Netflix once pitched a Marvel approach to Lord of the Rings franchise to the Tolkien estate, such as Gandalf series and Aragorn drama. <laughs> and in the, in the same vein, HBO once pitched to Tolkien estate a series that would essentially remake the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh no, you don't get to do that. No. <laughs> I have, like, parts of me were like, the Gandalf series would have, could have been very cool. Uh, but if it, if it, <laughs> like, there's no way it would have even been made. If as soon as it aired, the fans would have destroyed it because if it, the the Rings of Power series has gotten so much hate with that, yeah, <clears throat> the yeah. Gandalf series. I don't know how they would have justified it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's an it's an intriguing idea. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I would have liked to. I would. I would like to see that. I but I would want Ian McKellen. You know, yeah. as a, just because exactly. I, yeah, <clears throat> you can't associate <throat> anybody else with it. But who plays a young Ian McKellen though? Uh, James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he's excellent. He's so good. Yeah. Except that's not right. That's that's no. It's I was wrong. No, it's what's his name? Michael Fassbender. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew where you were going. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Um hey, uh okay, so you're a gamer and we we've all played, I think, almost everybody, well, growing up, Super Mario Brothers. I mean, you yes. know, classic Nintendo um game there. Well, and there's been there's been huge anticipation from the Nintendo movie once they even said that Okay, we're making a Super Mario Brothers movie, mm. and and everybody was like, "Ooh!" And then it was announced that Chris Pratt was going to be <laughs> Mario, and Poor everybody dude. went, "He's Ooh. got so much hate for." Oh my gosh! So well, so the hate. trailer the trailer dropped mm. uh, this week, and he, you're right, he got so much hate. But see, I don't think we heard enough of the voice in that trailer to really. I mean, that was that was a Jack Black trailer, is what that was. We got to see so much of was it King Koopa? 
Is mm. that is is that who he plays? He just, I mean, the animation looks great. I think, I think the, it looks amazing. I thought the trailer looked excellent. I, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm I on mean, board, man. It's yeah, crazy. totally. And I don't, I just don't think that we've heard enough of Chris Pratt's voice as Mario to really be warranting all but, of this hate. Okay, so the studio, in conjunction with Nintendo, yes, signed off on Chris Pratt. So whatever yes. he did in the pitch was enough for them all to go, yeah, we want him as our lead. So stop giving Chris Pratt the hate. If it's not right, then take it to them, the yes. writers and Nintendo and the studio, to say, oh, we allowed this to happen. It's not just on a brand name. They wouldn't have just gone for for such a beloved character. They wouldn't have just gone, oh, because he's Chris Pratt, he can be that. That's not how that works. That isn't no. a thing. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt may be an A-list actor, but he still has to try out for all of these. You know, he's got to pitch himself. He's got to do the the, the yep. voice, the good of work. He may not even do it like you would want it. And he's probably going to piss off millions of Mario lovers. I don't think he can win either way. But just as we got Sonic, that was awful when it first came out. It is now being rehashed to something that's amazing. I've got faith in these guys. They love their... It's their biggest franchise next to um, Resident Evil and Zelda for Nintendo. It's, you know, their mm. most beloved IP. I don't think they're going to chance anyone messing it up. You know, it, it, honestly, it's a me, a Mario. Unless he does it like that and really destroy it, I think there'll be enough in there for us to love. The animation looks incredible. It, it, it honestly does. looks great. Yeah, the the trailer. I mean, of of Koopa coming in and then unleashing the flames and the the lava, the fire from his. Just, I love I the like, little penguins. Oh, they're like they oh really think they they stand a chance at winning the war. <laughs> Do you want more of this? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it oh was so great. You see them all come out like yeah. just very serious, and then the throwing of the snowballs, and then it zooms out, and you go, "Okay." <laughs> I really wanted one of them. It's like, on my count, unleash hell. <laughs> you know, really think that they're they're winning. But yeah, that was a great yeah. trailer, and yeah. I'm hoping that they give him a chance at least. Like, even though the voice not might not be exactly like they wanted, it's gonna have a Chris Pratt voice in there. But whatever he's doing with it is has been signed off by everybody way higher pay grades than him you know it's not on him it's just a job people don't get it right (laughs) this seems to be an issue like i'm an actor i i went for this job they gave it to me i've got to think that they think that i can do this so exactly i don't think he did himself any favors though by saying when he when he put out on social media this is going to be a voice like you've never heard before <laughs> you know that but nah. he's a he's a comedian and <laughs> he loves this is true that. <laughs> but see it, it but it, it loses like if he had said it mm. it has the inflection that you get to hear and you can hear is it serious is yeah. he snarky is he yeah, yeah. you know it, when it's just when it's just text if, it's like if i was nintendo i would release his audition tape just the raw yes. footage of his audition tape and seeing what what it was that they went, yeah, okay, yeah. this is the date for it. Yeah, yeah. And you know that, I mean, the internet's going to eat him up anyway. It doesn't oh, for matter. Sure. It, it, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Even if he was excellent or excellent yes. because, you know, the uh, Dr. Egg, Eggman, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some more game news, actually. Which is, yeah. in in my opinion, it's a good, I think it could work. 
So David Harbour, um, people are saying that they think that he is the perfect role. And I, I think people are doing fan casting as uh, Kratos for the big movie. Is that God, um, God, of, God War? of War? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's being greenlit too. And I see it. I see it with the beard. I see, I'm, and I'm sure he would shave his head to be bald. Mm-hmm. I reckon if they gave him the time he would bulk out he would need to because it wouldn't be a suit it's not a superhero suit there's a lot of um flesh that you have to see so he would have to mm. go on some like proper training but i think he could play god of war i do wish that we could have the voice actor uh who did the recent games uh oh. as kratos because he is big he's muscly he's strong oh okay he's excellent if you want to see what he looks like he's tilk from Stargate SG-1. Um, he's so good. Okay. Tilk? Tilk. That's, yeah. the char- That's the character. I'm looking him up here. <clears throat> oh, Christopher Judge. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, think, I mean. I think you could yeah, do if it. Yeah. If he were to be bulked up. Yeah. Which which is going to take anyway. It doesn't really matter who's playing it. They're yeah. They're going to have to be ripped. You have to. They're going to have to. You have to be ripped. Yeah. But f- I hope they go. I I want a, a a character, an actor that has presence, uh, and acting ability before they they cast someone that's just bulky, because then yeah. Without me being horrible, you can cast someone that has a bit of presence and has star power, like The Rock. You you know, give him a beard, <laughs> and then he could play yeah. that. I, and I think we can all, you know, guilty pleasures. The Rock isn't the best actor in the world. And I think he'll be the first one to hold his hand up and say, yeah. But he has a great agent and an ability to choose the correct films that work for him. Yes. Uh, and he goes like after Jumanji. them, too. You know, he's perfect. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, he really yeah. does. Yeah. Jumanji, he was so good. And he, and to oh, be fair, gosh. there are some roles that he, he excels in. So I'll take, yeah. I'll, I'll eat my own words there. He was great in Jumanji uh, when he was acting as the young lady you know the mannerisms of the girl i thought he was perfect like he did such a good job san San andreas i love him as the the father rescuer Uh uh, guy that was good yeah anyway i've got i've gone off topic uh what's next on your your list uh um i I did not know this was a thing but because of the cast at least some of the cast i am um most of the cast I am very, very intrigued. Did you know that Michael Mann is making a movie called Ferrari? In the recess, like in my subconscious, I think I heard okay. that somewhere. Okay. Well, there were some images that have just been released, um, and it stars Adam Driver, Penelope right. Cruz, oh, wow. Shailene Woodley, Patrick Dempsey. It sounds Dempsey, like a Michael Mann Jack film. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm, I'm very curious at what – I mean, Adam Driver has got um, – slicked back hair so he might be playing enzo ferrari i'm not exactly sure who he's playing in oh this, so it's actually the ferrari story okay yeah well from what i understand yeah and it's um it'll be interesting if it's going to focus on the racing or if, what or exactly what it's going to focus on but i mean patrick dempsey races also like like professionally all oh, right okay yeah so, he auto races. so <clears throat> yeah so that'll be that'll be cool to see um I mean, I like the cast, and I, I love Michael Mann stuff, so I mm. think that this could be outstanding. And I think I don't, I'm again, I don't f- know. 
I think I'm one of the few people that loved Miami Vice, um, the movie, the Michael Mann. I I didn't see it. Ah, I'm a big I've fan never, of it. I've I, never, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Yeah. It's oh, Adam Driver is playing Enzo Ferrari. Hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. There you go. He, it's. Yeah, yeah, I like Michael no. Mann's stuff, even though they're, they're slow burns that build to an, a, a crescendo that's always like heart wrenching. <laughs> yeah. It's that sort of storytelling. It's, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, this will be good. And it's a, it, it, I mean, it's telling the life story of Enzo Ferrari. Mm. So, and it's expected to come out in 2023. Mm. So we'll, we'll see what that, um, I tell you what's worth a watch again if you, doing Michael Mann stuff is collateral. When's the last time you watched collateral? Cause it's, it's still uh, damn good. Surprisingly. I would have to rewatch it. Cause I didn't like it when it came out. Oh, um, interesting. And that, that's the last time I watched it though. was the, would it, okay. I, and I, not, mm, I don't remember it fondly. Let me say that. Maybe I, right. maybe I liked parts of it. I don't really know, but it just, mm. okay. But, but you yeah. like heat. Oh, golly yeah he oh i love manhunter also okay yeah i mean you know so i mean michael mann does some good stuff it's not that it's just um it, just that one i don't remember enjoying but mm. that i couldn't tell you why <laughs> you know what i mean so it's been i mean that's how long it's been yeah so yeah okay uh anime news okay so the final batch of episodes for jojo's bizarre adventure stone ocean it's dropping in December, which is crazy because we've literally just had the next batch, the 12 episodes drop. So this will complete the arc of the story, which is great. We don't. It's so nice when you don't have to wait because we often have to wait two years for like the next batch. Normally it's a year, but sometimes they make us wait even longer. But yeah, it's dropping December, which is you know a couple of months. That's really good. I mean, that they not making you... Mm. Uh, like, like wait for that you know what i mean that that's that's actually a great payoff i mean that's i think that's that's serving the fans in the way that you need to be served one to have yeah. you know to to do all the the work up front and then stagger your release versus uh stranger things oh we're gonna wait three years and then we're going to do your season and then mm. we're gonna start writing the next one after it's already after what no stop. yeah yeah exactly mm. exactly um something i'm i i i want to say that this was probably always in the game plan but Mm. if you listened to the internet it they it never understood that this was probably part of the game plan but so we know ryan johnson's glass onion a knives out mystery Mm -hmm. that's coming to netflix at the uh at the end of the year uh, yes. December 23rd is when it's scheduled to release. Um, but everybody, like, especially those that saw it at, um, I think, the Toronto International Film Festival, they were like, why isn't this getting a theatrical release? It needs to have a theatrical release. I want to say that Netflix already had that planned, that Ryan Johnson was like, hey, we want this to be up for awards, so <laughs> we need to release it in theaters. Um, but they announced, Netflix announced, um, that it is going to have um, a it's special like a sneak preview one week. <laughs> yep. Um, so I think beginning beginning November twenty third, 
um, for one week. And so you can see Knives Out, um, a Knives Out mystery, which is Glass Onion, which I just mixed up that title completely. But Mm. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Yeah, so you can see that in theaters, which I am really, really, really looking forward to this, I think. A little bit of Benoit Blanc. I can, yes, please. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad it's getting a week, <laughs> week release. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what more to say about that, except uh, I hope the film's as good as the first one. Yes. Because there's a lot of hype for it, so we'll see. There is a lot of hype for it, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I know people that saw this a year ago because it was meant to come out ages ago, and then we had like COVID restrictions and changes. Yeah, so they've been holding their tongue for, oh, wow. <laughs> for so long. Wow. Uh, news, more news. Today yes. on the internet, you can probably know this information, but at the time of reading this, as of like um, two hours ago, the casting for Uncle Fester's Uncle Fester in Netflix when's will be well let's 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 actually make sense while talking. The Netflix <laughs> series Wednesday's casting for Uncle Fester will be released today. On and, the October eighth, right? Yes. Yeah, no, no. But the the casting, like who because nobody knows yet who's cast as no, who Fester. Uncle Fester is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, not today. Otherwise I would be watching that right now. Um yeah, so there's been big hype as to who that's going to be for this particular character because he was so loved as Christopher Lloyd uh, yes. in the original movies. And I feel like they could have cast him again and just given him a suit because he, he is old, but we've seen him act in um, yeah. Nobody. It was great. He, well, in, in, and honestly, he's been old for a really long time. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old he is, but I, and I'm not. I'm not saying that as a disparaging thing. I mean, I, I, we need to protect him. It's just, oh, that would be great if it, if it were him, you know. Just and he's just in little cameos here and there throughout it. That'd be fun. Mm. Um, I do. I have anything? I don't really have any other news. I'm sure there is more news, but I no, don't that's have been done as well. Should we talk about what we're looking <gasps> forward to? Are you got well, before? News? I got one thing that this surprised me. Actually, I saw this week. Um, there is a Apple TV Plus original movie mm. coming out December sixth on Apple TV Plus, December ninth, right? Something, and it's it's coming to the theaters like a week before. Mm. It's called Emancipation mm. with um, Bill Smith. That's the part, Will Smith. Mm. Like, I, I, have we I, forgiven him? Are we allowed to watch stuff with? Will is he Smith uncancelled? I yeah, I don't know. I apparently, I guess he's. I I, I don't know. It, it it was just more of a shock to me. Like I didn't know, and I, I mean, I'm not whatever. Well, this he's is definitely great. not That's doing any press or anything like that. That's going to be a while, probably still. Which is why they're just going to put it out and then get people like, oh yeah, Will Smith is actually damn good at acting because he is. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you know, the funny thing is, like, so it's coming out in theaters December 2nd, mm. and then it begins a week later streaming. So, so for awards? Uh-huh. uh-huh. No, but he's not allowed to go, is he? He's banned. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Is it well, a lifetime ban as well? Uh, was it 10 years? 
Ten years. I think it was ten years. Yeah. yeah was so just... if he gets nominated, I don't think he will ever get nominated or get an award. They just won't give it to him on the grounds of no. you did Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they will either. It just no. so it's huh. So it was. This will be, I guess, our first our first look at uh, the ramifications. Yeah. Of that. Unfortunately, uh, I think he's only going to do serious stuff now, which is sad. I I, I like his action sci-fi escapism films he doesn't need to only do serious stuff now like yeah and i want comedy in there too yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So. yeah that's interesting okay yeah all right that 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 truly is the end of the end of my news now now we can go into <laughs> stuff that we're looking forward to this okay week. <laughs> what's up what's on your list what do you got okay so there's a I think we've been hinting it for weeks now, but it actually comes out. Well, the embargo lives on Tuesday and it starts airing on October the 21st. So it's a, it's a week later that it comes out, but the embargo lives and it's called Shun Shantarum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I th- think you're going to start seeing lots of people talk about this come because it's Charlie Hunnam and it's an Apple original I have faith. I still haven't watched it, which makes me worried because I've got so many episodes to watch. Uh, there are 12 episodes. Let's see. Yeah, there's, there's. Oh, no, no. It comes out this week, the 14th. Um, oh, right. Right. Yeah. You, you, you right. need to get I looked, on that. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I better stop watching. Yeah. I haven't started it either, so I'm right mm. there with you. Yeah. But, you know, I've got faith. I think this is one. Oh, so it comes out this week, so people should look out for that then. Yeah. A new Apple. But it's it's weekly, so the first three drop on the 14th, and then it's weekly. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I've not I've not read the, the book that it's based on, but, I mean, it's Charlie Hunnam, so. Yeah, okay. I think I like him, so. Hmm. Ooh. Nice. What are you looking forward to? Um, there's a series on Netflix, and I, I don't know if it's a if it's a limited series. I don't think it is because they didn't title it as such, and normally they do. But um, it's called The Watcher. Mm, I thought it was a movie. It, it's a series. Okay. Cool. Oh, is it? A, okay. <laughs> well, it, there is something coming to Netflix. <laughs> On the watcher. <laughs> no, it's a series. You are right. It does say. Is it okay? N series. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, <laughs> so yeah, that. Um, and then um, I think maybe following um, the oh, creepy, maybe horror. I don't know. On Netflix, there's also, but this is. I think this is more kitty and more comedy. But the Curse of Bridge Hollow. Yeah. No, that's just a family. Just a family, family sort like of Halloween fant- movie. It's cast as a irreverent fantasy movie, not even horror. So, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I wouldn't well, you get your hopes up at being scary. Yeah. Okay. Well, it might be fun because it's uh, Damon. No, mm. Marlon Wayans. Right? Marlon. Marlon yeah. Wayans. Yeah. Okay. There. Nice. Uh, coming this Saturday, there's a new Korean series that starts. It's called Under the Queen's Umbrella. A spirited queen tries to reign in her rowdy sons in order to make one of them the next king of the Joseon, king of Joseon, while her competitors 
vie to snatch the throne. So it's period. Mm. So it's going to be one of those that are very well acted, huge set pieces, amazing costumes. If you like that sort of thing, then I think this will be up there. I do believe it's one of those that doesn't drop it all the time. That they're going to do those two, like one on Saturday, one on the Sunday, one every Sunday. week mm-hmm. until the 16 episodes are up. So it's an investment of time again, but normally enough to watch because they're long episodes. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, that that's always the best part. If you're gonna if you're gonna make it a weekly release. Don't do a 20-minute episode because that just pisses people off. Or at least yeah, exactly. pisses me off. That's yeah. a waste of my time there. Yeah. Um, there is a – let's see. Uh, I don't know anything about this. I think it's – I believe it's part of Hulu's Huluween type of thing where it's a yeah. uh, a, a scary movie-ish mm-hmm. called Grim Cuddy. Yeah. And that, that comes out this week, which I'm looking forward to checking out. It looks quite good, to be honest. I, it reminds me of the sort of – uh, what are the uh, Aerie Indiana, um, R.L. Stein, that sort oh, of goosebumps? Yeah, goosebumps. It reminds goosebumps. me. Okay, it looks okay. like that. Uh, although it has like Shannon Sossman from Wayward Pines and Sleepy Hollow, and then you have oh. uh, Usam Ali from a series of unfortunate events. So, yeah, it's an eclectic team there. Well, actors. So hopefully, it it could be pretty creepy, but for family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I don't. Are you are you looking forward to this? Uh, it ends. It, well, that's not what it's called. The, the marketing is very confusing. It just has ends. Is it Halloween ends? Halloween ends. Yes. I I'm looking forward to it because I think it's probably going to be better than the second one. Um, is that hard to do? No. I mean, my spit is... No, I'm, I'm, let's, let's not be mean. The, the second one was still a movie, and lots of people can't make movies. So, it but the third one, movie. they are saying that, that what they're saying is ticking all the right boxes. So we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hold out hope, especially because it... And it bugs me that they release it both on theater and on Peacock because it just – it shows that I don't think that they have the faith in yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. You know. Mm. Um, there is I, – I think you may have already seen this. I, I have the screener for it. I just haven't watched it yet. But um, it came out on – Shudder does a – they're doing like a weekly uh, surprise screening, mystery screening each week. And I think mm. last week they did this Dario Argento movie called Dark Glasses. Yes. Did you – I did see this. Yeah. I stayed up for their special screening. I don't know because I've seen people say this is like the, his best film in years because the director himself is like royalty. uh, Supposedly. I have not seen many of his films. A couple I've seen been all right. Not really my cup of tea. Uh, I think you kind of have to be in that crowd of people that have seen his movies, um, that it's very artsy. Mm -hmm. Um, and this film, I, I, I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what I was getting in, getting myself into. It, okay. It's not really scary. It's not really a horror. It has scary moments. Um, I like the idea of it. Mm. Some people have called this like amazing and I just, I don't see it. But yeah, mm. maybe that's from my limited understanding uh, of this particular genre, this particular director. Uh, well, and sometimes, I mean, you 
you know, when we're fans of a director, mm. we 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 overlook things, you know, that maybe we those that aren't fans wouldn't, you know, so I could see that or how it, you know, so if you're, if you're a, a huge Dario Argento fan, then mm. maybe you elevate this just because of that fandom. Yeah, and and we see that time and time again when you say something negative about a thing that you know it. That's it's it's basically gatekeeping, isn't it? Uh, Somebody said something negative about uh, Marvel. Let's destroy them. Yeah. 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 Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, you have a watch. I'm okay. I don't ever want to watch it again. Put it that way. I just found it really boring. So. Okay. Fair enough. No, that's legitimate there yeah okay (laughs) there is a series coming out i think it is from mexico coming to netflix um belascoran pi belascoran pi so it's uh that's it's its first season i think there's only like two or three episodes so if it's it's not long it comes out this week i'm looking forward to that Uh, i know nothing about it i just um, I love non-English stuff. And so that yeah. is, you know, why though? Well, not, uh, because I believe that American TV is written for morons, uh, more often than not. <laughs> you don't hold back. Dumb it. Yeah, no, I'm not. They, they dumb it down. They really do. I just, I, I'm so tired of it. I, I there, there are things that surprise me. I'm not saying that every bit of it is, but I just, like you were talking about earlier, mm. you know, you you're you're kind of jaded from the British stuff, and so you gravitate maybe a little bit more towards towards the American or something. And mm. me, it's the complete opposite. I go, yeah. you know, there are there are English language things, there are American made shows and movies that I I really enjoy, um, but there are also a large portion of them where I'm just like, Ugh, I'm I, I'm a <laughs> snob. Yes. <laughs> Uh, is there anything coming at the cinema that you want to watch this week? There's one. It's called The Accursed, and I don't know how big of a release it's actually getting. Yeah, I don't um, see anything like that in the UK. Yeah, so it's, um, y- yeah, I don't know. It I, by the name, it's um, a horror ish, mm. which makes sense, given the, you know the spooky season and everything. Um, I think it's more of a, <clears throat> excuse me, slightly independent type of film. So it's probably getting not a wide release. Okay. Um, and it might be available on demand very soon. So mm. that's, I don't know if anything else, though, on my radar, I thought there was one or two other things coming this week. But There's an Indian film um, from Times Untold where legends are written in the soil with blood a hero is born. Majula Jutt, a fierce prize fighter with a tortured past, seeks vengeance. The legend of Majula Jutt. Huh. Yeah. That comes out this week? On the 14th, yeah. Ah. Hmm. Okay. Could be good. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's. Uh... Okay. So, coming out the following week is Black Adam. Um, yes. Which looks like it could be really fun. But talking about Twitter news, I just saw a picture of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Henry Cavell sitting in a tropical location together, drinking a drink together, laughing away like they're best buds and on set. So, 
Could Did... he reprise his role as Superman for Black Adam? Well, and see, and that could make sense because Black Adam is in the Shazam, like is a is a, a yes, enemy in that, yeah. villain to Shazam, right? Yeah. And so at the end of Shazam, we see the the the, un, the, the, the not Henry Cavill Superman Superman. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, huh? I really that, want that to be true because I really want the third Superman film with Henry. I I think he was great, and we deserve it. Hashtag that, res- restore that part of Snyder's universe. <laughs> Just that part, please. <laughs> Just that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, there is a, oh, I don't even know what it, is it Spanish, maybe? It's called Holy Family. It's coming yes. out this week also. Yeah. There's a lot of oh, series I, coming this week. You're going to have to choose terrible. what you want to watch. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> There, yeah, there's there's also another, I think it's called a movie, or I think it's called a movie. I think it is a movie, and it's called Everything Calls for Salvation. It's a great Salvation. title. I think it's called a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to get on that right now. Oh, goodness. Hey, we've got a release date for Barbarian, finally. It's coming out on the 28th of October. The second season? No, is no, no. That- the movie, oh, Barbarian. Oh, oh, the movie. That oh, you saw. Yeah. gravy, really? That's how long it's taken to get yeah i'm pretty sure there's probably going to be like proper digital copies before that releases <laughs> yeah because i want to say that it's almost out of the theaters here yeah no it totally is yeah that is so disappointing <laughs> why are they doing that yeah that- oh and something else that was weird so we i take it you haven't watched it yet the new hellraiser the one on Hulu. i have not yet i haven't had a chance no but it hasn't got a platform for the uk it just hasn't come out anyway which is bonkers because that means every person with any two cents will either use a vpn or will download it because it's been shown on hulu so you can just download it for free and watch it they've lost a bunch of money because people they live in the cloud they think that people still don't download or stream films it's not like it's a cinema copy it's it'll be blu-ray yeah well it and it's not on on Disney, which is where like a lot yeah. of your Hulu stuff. Co- no. Nope. Well, that makes no sense. No. Nope. Oh man, so dumb. That. I mean, it's well, actually I a dumb what, decision. I don't know what happened there. Well, and I'm curious at what other what other uh, countries and regions it's not available in. Because I did and, all this prep and I was reviewing the Hellraiser yeah. movie, and I was like, okay, let's do this. I'm ready, and I'm like, and, I was checking on Friday morning. I was like. What? Where is it? No. Oh, that. And that's I, really disappointing. I don't want to take money away from people that have earned. You know, I don't yeah. want to go into the streaming. You know, you can watch it, but I want to. I want to support them. So yeah, whatever platforms it's on. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. Oh, that's that's terrible. I'm sorry. That's a yeah. That's a bummer decision on on their part, just not to to have something secured like that. Yeah. It's a fairly big mm. title as well. It's, it's a weird decision. I would love to know what happened, but yeah. Yeah, and it's gotten uh, – the reactions that I've seen have been great. Yeah, so it doesn't so mean it's, it's – so it's not in a case of it's not a good film. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's just some type of streaming distribution rights that is yeah. – wasn't worked out beforehand, which is odd. Yeah, very weird. Mm. Anyway, that's all the stuff that I've got 
for okay. watching. Is there anything else that? Uh, nope, that's it for right now. Yeah, for me. Well, so okay. you could let us know. Tweet at us. What uh, What are some of the things that you're looking forward to coming up this week? Uh, what are you watching? And I know you know. Sometimes uh, I find myself because we're so immersed in the things that are coming out. We're we're sometimes out of touch with reality with how the rest of the world is viewing content. <laughs> you know, like we're we're so focused on this that sometimes you're getting to something now that that came out 2 weeks ago and so it is brand new to you. So if it's if you're watching something, you know, from a couple of weeks ago and that's what you know, you're you've stumbled upon it and you're like, "Ooh, this is this is great or whatever." Let us know. That'd be awesome. Mm. I mean, sometimes we we haven't seen it, haven't reviewed it. I know there was a several things this week that came out that I had on my list that I wanted to check out and I just didn't get an opportunity. I'm sure yeah. you always the same way for sure. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. Tweet at us at best. We watched, uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the bearded ones. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. We would greatly appreciate that. And then go over to YouTube and check out our individual YouTube channels. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris with movies and munchies with that. We'll see you next week. Take care.